0: As I sit here with this fortune cookie oh you found that yes fortune cookie little tidbit do not be afraid to take that big step that was in my phone case for the longest time Yeah. yeah I I think that 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 speaks volume to both what myself and our guest what our brands are all about Infinite Rick, Onwards Collective, yeah. Eric Jacobs. Thanks, brother. Of course, brother. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure. To be here. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. So it's cool to be doing it. And I think, uh, again, with with our brands, the way that they are, and just positivity in general, and just potentially lending a helping hand to those who need it and just continually trying to push people.
1: That's what it's all about. Yeah, dude. It's important to... Yeah, because everybody wants to have a dope brand. So many people, more people than you think, even more people than I think. They're like, yeah, I wish I had a brand this and that. My advice always is before you have a brand, whether you make clothing or music or whatever, you need to have a message that's bigger than, that transcends all the material, all the clothing, all the, you need a a powerful message that people can get behind. And that's how I came up with Onwards because the cool thing about Onwards is that it means, it can mean certain things to different people so what it means to you might be different to what it means to this person over here and that's what's really cool about onwards just the word itself and the symbolism behind it and if you want to have a brand if you're listening and you want to have a brand like make sure you have a powerful message foundationally that you can build up from and that people can also get behind because that I think has to do with this success because new brands are born and they die like probably every day so the reason I'm still here is because I have a message at least one of the reasons I think I'm still here is because I have a message that I think not only inspires people and makes positive change in their lives or inspires them to want to make positive change right but it's just something that they can, they can get get behind. It's a, it's a mantra, dude. That's really what it boils down to. Just.
0: And also just having a brand, it's not necessarily just showing that you're doing something. It really represents who you are too. So right. I know you've always been a creative guy. The creativity with everything, all, all the shirts, right. the
1: different colors. Where does that stem from? I was always a creative kid. I, oh, I, I And I'm so grateful my parents kept everything because I actually recently found a lot of it. And, you know... Like I said, I was a creative kid. I loved to draw. I wasn't good at it by any sense of the word, but I liked doing it. And there's a ton of like documentation of that. However, during my formative years, you know, like 12 to 18, 12 to 17, I got really into hockey and that kind of like suppressed the creativity that I had. And it wasn't until I took a graphic design class senior year of high school, which like kind of and I realized hockey wasn't going anywhere. This shit's over. Can we curse on this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It might slip out. Um, but it wasn't until I took that class where I realized, what do I want to do? I always knew I wanted to have a brand. But at that time, I didn't have the drawing skills or the computer skills. And that class with Mr. Falvell at Morrison High School really helped reawaken that creativity. And honestly, dude, I don't know where it comes from. Because that's the thing. It's like, when you get, let's let's dive deep. Like, If I get a sudden inspiration to make a t-shirt, maybe something subconsciously will inspire me. But when I'm at the computer drawing or coming up with designs or even in a notepad, like I think that something else kind of like takes the wheel and like you as an individual gets put in the passenger seat and like something else just takes over. I don't know if you want to call that God or conscious. Like, I don't know what that is. Right. But it's something takes over, whether it be making a shirt or a painting or even like writing an amazing book or a movie script like I think that something else kind of comes in and takes over and there's this interesting concept well it's more than a concept but it's called the Akashic Records and it's I'm gonna butcher it so I apologize but let's hear it it's basically to the best of my knowledge like everything that's ever happened every conversation every idea every creation is all can all be found in like this one record right that's pretty much like that's pretty much what it is so people people will say oh it's from the Akashic Records all that but I don't know where that inspiration or creativity really truly comes from Because yeah you can be inspired by something like we were just talking these newest shirts was inspired the quarantine bicycle club like I was out riding my bike during this quarantine and saw people outside biking and being healthy and jogging and I was like we need to encourage that yeah so that's where that comes from but as far as like how I got to this final design and put... I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. And I'm, I would love to dive into that in the future and really find that out because it it, it it amazes me, really. But just from the very beginning, the, the bike, that was your thing? Yeah, so again, like, coming up with a brand because I knew before I, I made any shirts or anything I needed to have a powerful message and there was this quote that always stuck with me from Albert Einstein and he said that life was like riding a bicycle. The only way to keep your balance is to keep moving. And I was like, "Oh, that's a awesome quote." Like, and he's right, too, cuz anyway, the bicycle, that's how the bicycle came into play. And I was like, "Okay, we got a logo here. This is cool." Uh and then I just kind of started putting words up against it and trying to or like under it rather, trying to find out what words would pair with the bike and going back to inspiration and like how things can subconsciously inspire us. There's that music video for Fight the Feeling, Mac yeah. Miller and Kendrick. And it was made by a fan. And if you haven't seen the video, go watch it. Fight the Feeling, Mac Miller, it's powerful video. It's an animation of just this little cartoon dude and he's running and he's running through the storms. And it, the whole message of the video is keep going, like keep moving. And the title of the animation is Onwards. Yes. And I had had the bike and just out of, Wherever the word onwards came because most people say onward you never hear somebody say onwards So yes. for whatever reason that kind of came into my consciousness and fit with the bike and then Maybe six months later after I had made my first shirts and made the Instagram and established like this is onwards It's been born some some kid from Morristown sent me the music video and was like, dude Look at this and like I I started crying because I, I felt I Didn't know where I got onwards from but that video I think definitely subconsciously inspired that yeah, but like how it came to be, couldn't tell you. I don't know.
0: This has been a couple of years now that you yeah, so it's trying to grow and
1: yeah, it's I, it's been about five years. Onwards itself is a little more than four because we both know our homie Wasu. Like when I, because him and I were in the same math class when you guys were seniors and I was a junior and I he sat in front of me and we were already friends at this point. I knew he was a great artist and that was before the whole graphic design beast got woken up into me. And I was like, hey, dude, like I want to start a brand, but like because I always love fashion and I, I at least at the time thought I was like fresh, you know, <laughs> looking back, no, but I always knew I wanted to have a brand do something with clothing. But at that time, I couldn't draw. I didn't really know anything about graphic design. So Wasu was like the key. He was like, he knows how to draw. I think we have we were already friends. We vibe well. We can maybe come up with some cool stuff. So the first shirts were with him where I had drawn the birds on the computer and then his artist name is exotic so that's where the first one came together but again like coming from two backgrounds me coming from the computer side in the as like a newbie and him being already established as a gifted freehand drawing and painting like that was him and those two worlds didn't really collide they they didn't mesh well so fortunately we were able to set aside our differences and kind of go our own separate ways and then like that's when onwards is born and like i could not be happier because it started to affect our friendship you know like that whole, because as soon as money comes into the picture dude like it's tough it gets, it gets squirrely so i'm really grateful that him and i were actually able to sit down and have that conversation in my car that one day and be like look we should just do our own thing and We're both, we're both flourishing. So it's, it's really cool how seeing where it was and like how, where it is today, you know, five years later, it's, it's really cool.
0: Especially. Yeah. And, uh, it was interesting because a lot of the people that we knew, they always associated you guys together in the collective and having a a collective brand, but now seeing where you guys have branched off. It's, it's very, yeah, but still just the creativity from both of you guys. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, I've noticed since you started this brand, someone that you've been listening to A lot Gary V yeah he's obviously he's someone that I listen to Mm -hmm. but just when when doing your own thing it's it's so important a lot of the stuff that he preaches insecurities for example because people really don't care about what you're doing as much as you think that they are you know Hmm. say that again for example people don't care about what you're doing as much as you think that they are Because a lot of people won't post things, they won't create things, and they're scared. They're hesitant Mm. to do different things because they're scared of what other people are gonna say. Yes. But in reality, you post things, people look, they think whatever they're gonna think, and then they move on because they ultimately don't care.
1: But to also tie into what you're saying, I think by you being yourself and doing something, doing things like that I do, or you, or Wasu, or whoever who's out there putting out content and creating things, you're also inspiring people that you have no idea you're inspiring. Right. So it kind of like, it, it ties in together where, yeah, you may, people may not, like you said, they, they don't really care, but like, there's also people that are like, they see what you're doing, and even though they don't say it, they're like, wow, that's, I wish I could get to that level it, yeah. Like you're inspiring them and you don't even know it. And I think that that's, that's really cool. And that's exactly. why I keep doing it, yeah. you know? Because every now and then people will come not up to me but they'll reach out to me and they're like i love what you're doing just like please keep it up i want you i had this kid he sent me a letter this kid i've never met before uh he sent me a letter uh just like how grateful he was it just like the, just the positive not even like the clothing or whatever how cool like just the positivity and the vibe that you put out yeah and that's that is that's how you change the world like that's literally changing the world like you're changing someone one person's life just it sends out ripples into the universe and It's a beautiful thing, man. I'm so grateful for the opportunity, you know, just who knew, like just clicking buttons on a computer, like would, would grow into what it is. And it's still growing. I can't wait to see where it goes into the future.
0: And just you kind of having the idea that it's, it's your baby. This brand is something that you've seen (laughs) grow more and more. And like you said, just looking forward to seeing it be in a certain place. Yeah, that's the most exciting part about it because you don't know what's you don't know what's gonna happen You don't know where it's gonna go.
1: Yeah, dude I mean like I have general ideas like for example, I would love because onwards is bigger than me It's 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 bigger than clothing. It's bigger than fashion. It's like it's a lifestyle. It's a movement, you know T-shirts are just a powerful way to spread that message and to share that message. Mm -hmm. I would love to open up like alternative schools that Incorporate things like mindfulness and meditation and like just like stuff like that and are heavy on the arts. Yeah. Things that they don't teach you in school. Things that I personally had to figure out on my own the last five years being at a public school. Right. Teach that when kids are a young age. Set them up for success you know onwards I had a dream one night onwards academy and it was like this huge school and I think that would be really cool or even you know charity organizations nonprofits, all around onwards because it's a, we're trying to make the world a better place Yeah. through art through creativity through fashion through collaborate like all of that dude and kindness is like the main message because especially if you look around now like we need that shit man we yeah. really
0: do kindness and love are the most important yeah because why You, a lot of people spend too much time breaking everyone and everything down around them And then they wonder why they're unhappy, or they wonder why certain situations come at them that they can't handle, or just more negative energy comes at them because you get what you put in. Yeah. You know, regardless if it's the brand or the the world in general and lifestyle, like you said. So, meditation you mentioned. Mm -hmm. When did you start that? When was the first time that you ever experienced that or jumped into trying something like that? (sighs)
1: it all, all the, i would say the last 5 years kind of just blend together like after high school yeah so it it really just it really all ties back into my first psychedelic experience and just the ripples that it made into cuz i've never been really a religious person still really not i think that all truths and all the world religions all kind of say the same thing be a good person sp- Spread love and positivity. So I'm not really religious in that sense. You look around. There's Buddha statues. There's two, and there's a Ganesh. Like it's all over. I don't know what attracted me to the whole Buddhism, Eastern mysticism lifestyle, but it's not really even a lifestyle. The only really thing I take out of that is meditation. And the thing that people get wrong about meditation is like there's one way to do it. You sit there and you cross your legs and you you put your hands like this and you don't think about anything first off, that's impossible. Like there's so many different ways to meditate. You just have to find what's right for you. And that's kind of what I've been doing the last few years is trying to figure out what works for me. I've taken courses, I've watched videos, even like what I think meditation is, is anything that kind of brings you into the present moment. We're constantly distracted by cell phones and YouTube and social media and our jobs and our friends and our family. Like, Meditation is anything that kind of brings you back to yourself into the present moment. So literally just one, one conscious breath, like that's a meditation. So for me, in terms of like my, my lifestyle and routine, I try to wake up and just meditate for at least 10 minutes in the morning, kind of connect with myself, try to connect with my higher self, bring power to me. um, And just... To me, it helps me like almost like tap into my creative potential or creative power. And I I can definitely tell the difference on days when I do meditate and when I don't and like kind of how I react to certain things. So, I mean, everybody's different. There's infinite ways to meditate, but I definitely think it's something that's really important and has a lot of potential in um, just making you an overall happier person, more calm it's it's amazing, dude. And I, I would love to get deeper deeper into it. Like transcendental. I have friends who say they meditate and like they have like crazy vi- vivid visions and like I want to get to that level. So
0: meditation, all of your experiences with that. Yeah. tying that into your brand. How how have you been able to kind of do that?
1: So one thing I want to make clear is that Onwards is not a cycling company. People all the time, when they see a shirt, or they see like, the bike. Oh, so you're a, you're a cyclist. This is a cyclist brand. Right. Yeah, but no. Like, yeah, of course. Like, because one of the things that the bike can also symbolize is like health and wellness, and that's something that obviously I want to promote. Like, especially now that we're all trapped at home, like it's never a better time to start practicing and cultivating like health and wellness techniques. And that includes mindfulness and meditation can be one of those things. So that's one thing I want to promote is mindfulness and meditation is just one of those aspects, Mm -hmm. you know, mindfulness in paying attention to the words you speak or the thoughts that you have, or the beliefs that you may have, just like almost like i said or like taking a pat like almost like a, a step back and like observing your thoughts and your words and all of that because like you said like what you put out there you're going to get back like call yeah. the law of attraction call it whatever you want like if you're really a negative person you have you talk really negatively about yourself well the universe god whatever you want to call it is going to send you more reasons to reinforce those thoughts or those words or those feelings. So mindfulness in the sense of yes, practicing things like meditation, health and wellness, but also being mindful of the energy you put out, the thoughts you have, the words you speak. Because oftentimes I would find myself maybe speaking negatively subconsciously and I would say actually wait, no. I take that back. Let me word it this way. Stuff like that, mindfulness because you'll really start to see changes in your life when you start to pay attention to just the little things because it's all subconsciously yeah. a- affecting your life and your every, everything else. Yeah. So
0: for you to say changes in your life, that's what I was going to get to next. So just being a more positive person, have you kind of seen those reflections in your life now or maybe some experiences recently?
1: Yeah, so look, I truly believe, I'm a firm believer that like, we, like I just said, whatever you put out, is it's gonna come back to you like an echo so if you're somebody who's like really down in the dumps like I have a vision board up on that wall and it has this quote on it I might butcher it, but it's like the universe isn't punishing you it's not you know it's not trying to hurt you it's just responding to the vibration you're putting out like an echo so for me being someone who believes in that and who even sees it you know and I've I've experienced it like I really try to be mindful in the thoughts that I have and the vibe I put out because it attracts better. So me being positive through onwards, I get that love and positivity back by people like you giving me this opportunity to reach even more people or people just DMing me, you know, being grateful like that. That brings positive positivity into my life, dude. It's like it's just giving and receiving. It's reciprocal. You know, it's not in, in a material form or a monetary form. Like it's just the energy that I get back is positive you know and even when negative things do come up i have a with years of cultivating it and practicing mindfulness like when bad things do happen because they happen it's part of the journey and the whole thing with onwards is like you don't let them slow you down you don't let them get in the way you just hop back on that bike and keep going yeah um when those things do happen because they will you can't avoid them you're able to handle them in a in a better way you don't let them defeat you or make you frustrated. Yeah, they might be annoying, but, like, yeah, when you sit back and and you really observe yourself when those things happen, it's powerful, man. It really does give you power, and it's very, very few things, like, you will never see me holler and scream and angry. I just don't want to get to me like that, dude. It's, like, not that deep for me, certain things. I'm, I'm able to, like, transcend all that, you yeah. know? And... You
0: mentioned someone
1: writing you a letter and people messaging you. When I shared
0: some of my experiences, I was kind of hoping that people would reach out yeah. in a sense because what I'm trying to do and what we all should be doing is trying to help each other. You know what I mean? So the messes with your brand. it's they, they coincide. They coincide with that. But aside from the meditation, have you tried other things? Like you, you mentioned... Psychedelic experiences, things like that. What are some brief experiences with those?
1: Yeah. So again, like I want to preface this whole topic. I view psychedelics as a technology. They're not some drug that you get trippy and go to a party. Like they're right. a technology that help you reach new states of being, new levels of consciousness, and they even have the incredible potential to heal. You know, for example, Steve Jobs said that experimenting with lsd was one of the most profound experiences of his life and who knows dude if steve jobs never did lsd we probably wouldn't have iphones and like half the technology we have today or at least it would take way longer to get there so if sally out there does lsd like dot 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 like literally the possibilities are endless me personally this whole vibe i give out onwards all of this none of this would exist if i did not have If I didn't encounter the psychedelic experience because it woke me up you know it made me realize who I was and what I was put here to do and in that sense that's really powerful because there are a lot of people out there that are lost and they don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it they're kind of just like following the rest of the sheet Gary V talks a lot about that it's like people settle you settle for less and I think one of the reasons I avoided all of that was because of my psychedelic experiences and for me the first time you know It was actually really i i I walked around laurel creek golf course in the middle of a thunderstorm and it was incredibly powerful and it just that experience really connected me more more with nature but yeah just you know because like i was telling you earlier the thing with psychedelics is they they're very they're very self-reflexive because like i said they dissolve your ego so when your ego is dissolved sometimes a lot of things for example things that empower you or things that like dis- like are self-destructive whether it be fears or insecurities or just like ego problems or things that you are uh, like trauma in the past a lot of that can come up during the trips like I was telling you but at the end of it every time you're you're a better person you've you've healed a little bit about you, more about yourself you've you've transcended like for me i look at it now if i choose to have a psychedelic experience like i was saying to you earlier when we were talking i look at it almost like i'm leveling up i'm moving to the next chapter in my life consciously spiritually mentally even physically like i get inspired during these because i don't like i said if i'm gonna take a psychedelic i'm going to be in my apartment and just reflect and think about life and even journal and take notes there's been times where i've even recorded myself i remember i was trying to restructure onwards and I took LSD, and I just... That was, like, the intent... That's another thing. If you set intentions for these experiences, you get incredible breakthroughs. At least I have. And I, I have these crazy notes of me just, like, jumbling, writing all these different things. And it, it really gave me clarity. Because, like I said, like, uh, we were talking about microdosing, uh, psilocybin mushrooms. What happens when you microdose is it creates neurogenesis in your brain. Which creates new brain new brain cells. New, new neurons are being created. New brain pathways, like... And when that happens, it your brain's upgraded. Like if you see the movie Limitless, yeah. it's like it's yeah. kinda like that. You know, yeah. so obviously not like crazy right, like that. Extreme. But, yeah. But, but yeah, dude. So I don't know I kinda went in my own direction with that whole topic, but psychedelics have been incredibly beneficial in my life. Obviously, not everybody should take them because we are all different. But at right. least for me and my experiences and even the people I've been around. Even when it gets challenging, because there's no bad trips, there's only challenging trips. And when you come out of those, you're a a better person. Whatever fears or traumas came up during them, you're able to at least see them for what they were and maybe heal a piece of them. And now you're a better person because of it. So I'll always be an advocate for psychedelics just because of how much they've helped me and the people close to me. So yeah, dude, they are truly, truly a technology. And, and as amazing.
0: someone that has never experimented with any of that, I'm very curious to see someone else's perspective, someone yeah. that has done it and experienced it. And as you said earlier, people they try that stuff when they go to parties and they like they drink on it and they're they're not they don't have the right intentions yeah. for it. Yeah. And I, I do see a, a huge relationship between meditation and obviously psychedelics because it's just it's enhancing yourself. Yeah. Or just trying to reach something different, trying to hit a new level. Yeah. When it comes to something in your life that's been mm-hmm. holding you down, holding you back, somewhere else you're trying to go. So, meditation and psychedelics could help too. Yeah. That, could, that could help people if.
1: Real quick, even because before we went down the psychedelic road, I did want to touch on something that you said. What else? Breathing techniques. Like. You can get into deep, deep psychedelic states just from breathing. Like, if you're familiar with Wim Hof, the Iceman, some of his breathing techniques, we were talking about DMT earlier, dimethyltryptamine, that's a potent psychedelic that's found in ayahuasca, it's found all over nature. Our own body produces it. There's breathing techniques that release DMT, and you can have like these psychedelic trip like experience just from breathing oxygen in like a s- specific intentional way. So, even like breathing techniques are really powerful too and they they kind of like recharge your body and, and open you up and i remember i've done just practice with different types of breathing techniques and you, you can definitely feel a it difference like your batteries are on like full power dude yeah. it's, it's, a, it's incredible but and not but not a lot of people know about that stuff like we don't yeah. get taught that in school that's the crazy thing is like mm-hmm. we had to figure this out on our own and that's what's messed up so that's that's another thing I want to, you know, try to incorporate if we open the school someday. And what uh, what we were talking about earlier was just life after school is just,
0: it is what you want it to be, period. Yeah. Like a lot of people, as soon as they get done school, they they start to think, well, I went to school for this. This is what I have to do. And this is my only path. But in no. reality, I it's a strength to change your mind. Yeah, you totally. Know, to, just to pivot. Obviously, you said you didn't go to school for graphic design, like... None. But this is just something that you you love. Yeah, you really like to do it. So, and you mentioned to me earlier. You're like, I don't have a graphic design. Do yeah, you? I and took I said, one. You don't
1: need it. I took one graphic design class in college, and like I just, you know, I didn't like the way it was taught. So I figured I can just figure this. That's the crazy thing. It's so cool that we live in a time where information is literally just at the tips. It's our fingertips. Anything yes. you could possibly ever want to know is right here, and. Going back to what you were saying, like, so many people, especially kids that we know and we grew up with, like, they go to college and they spend all of this money on something that they're maybe not truly passionate about and they're kind of stuck Yes. for a really long time, whether it be in a job or just, like, even, like, debt is holding them from school. Horrible. So that's why I think it's so important to, like, like, what does Drake say? Like, know yourself. Is that what he says? Yes, sir. Yeah, know yourself, dude. Yeah. Like, know who you are and what you want to do. And that's... What psychedelics was able to do for me. Yeah. Not saying that's the answer for everybody, but that's right. what it was for me. Help me who help me figure out who I am, and what I want to do. And that self-awareness, like Gary says, like that's the most important. Yeah. Because if you are self-aware, but you are stuck in this job that you don't like, because you have that self-awareness, you can make the changes that are necessary to kind of get out of that and yeah. create the life that you want. Create the life that you want to create, that you intend on creating. And it's I powerful,
0: just man. Uh, experimentation whether it's with psychedelics or just trying new things in general is huge because you don't know whether you're going to love something until you try it. And just learning from different experiences. For example, uh, psychedelics has opened up your mind to so many different things. Like I mentioned a couple hours ago, a few months back, I hit rock bottom. Yeah, Uh, A whole bunch of stuff was going on in my life. I was super stressed, so Mm -hmm. I isolated myself, didn't have a lot going on, and then... Podcast presented itself like because I dealt with another situation of adversity
1: and I wasn't gonna let me hold it, hold me down, you know? It's like, I think isolation, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but I think isolation is really underrated. The thing about isolation is after a certain point, it gets really addicting. Like, that's why I love living by myself for as long as I have because I did too. Because you don't have anyone, not necessarily just like bothering you, but like if you're living around people, Hey, roommate, I had this cool idea for a podcast. But, like, if you're isolated, you have no room for anybody to, like, poison the well, if you will, with, like, negativity or limiting thoughts. Oh, you're gonna start a podcast? Yeah, Yeah. but there's, like, the market's so saturated. How do you ever expect to be, like, isolation? You have to worry about any of that stuff. It becomes Mm -hmm. addicting. And you have more time for yourself, more time to be self reflexive, learn, read books. Isolation is important. Yeah. To a degree. Obviously, you need to see people every now and then. but Of course. it's important for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, a
0: lot of people, for example, when they are isolated, they try and take to social media as a, a way of an escape. Yeah. Which sometimes they take the wrong way. They say, well, why can't I do this? Why can't I be like this person? You can if you really wanted to. Yeah, you know but at mean. the
1: same time, I don't think you should ever compare yourself to anybody except the person you were yesterday or even five minutes ago. Like yeah okay look to and i'm guilty of it i look to other people and it's like oh man i'd love to be like other artists or whoever like i'd love to be there don't compare yourself to them so much as like where you could instead use where they are as almost inspiration so if you're going to compare yourself to somebody don't compare yourself to them to feel bad about yourself but compare yourself to like oh that's where i can be you know or even like one of my heroes like matthew McConaughey said like My hero is me in five years from now and then five years from now. Who's your hero? Oh me me five years from now like you're always chasing that ideal version of yourself and to tie it back like psychedelics has helped me tap into a a better higher version of myself there's a there's a term out there called your higher self all of us has it whether it's your soul or whatever there's your higher self and that's kind of what inspires me to be better so i really try my best not to compare myself to other people because it really is self-destructive and it can really hinder you like yeah you like look at you you start a podcast i'm probably going to start a podcast after this we've been talking about you should but But if but if i compared myself to somebody like joe rogan who has who i I love his podcast. I listen to his podcast probably on a daily basis. Yeah. But if I were to compare myself to him and his millions of subscribers and billions of views, I would never start a podcast because I would let that fear or insecurity or comparison hinder me. Or, yeah, don't or, look or, or, at him or, or, that way. Yeah, dude. Or instead, him. be like, wow, look where Joe Rogan is. I can be there. Yeah. Or looking at like a ba- a brand like Nike or Adidas. If I looked at them, oh, I'd never get to that. I would have never started a clothing brand. But like, yeah. I... I Aspire to be in that same league, if you will. Not to be them, because you never, ever want to be... Because, let's face it, like like Rocky Garza said, somebody who I think you should all check out, Rocky Garza, he said, nobody is the same. They, sh- they shouldn't call them identical twins. They should call them similar twins. Yeah. Because n- no one is... You are one of one. So you should never try to compare yourself to somebody else or somebody else's situation, because... It's not practical. Like You're obviously different people. And there's a quote that stuck with me over the years, and I always refer to it. It's like, never com- never compare your Chapter 5 to somebody else's Chapter 20. Because yes, we're I was all-
0: just going to say, because a lot of people on TikTok now, you can see they're, they're younger people. They're in their teens, mm-hmm. and they're becoming super popular, making yes. all this money. But yeah. everyone's on a different timeline. Exactly, dude. You know?
1: Yeah. I think... Kind of like we were talking about earlier in the car on the way here when you were talking about the job opportunity and like, I forget how you phrased it.
0: I could run through it real quick. Yeah,
1: go ahead. So basically what happened was
0: uh, I hit like some turmoil in my life. I was super stressed out. I moved out of my parents' place. I got laid off from my job, was no longer in a relationship with the person I was with. Yeah. Super isolated. Didn't have a job. I was Ubering full time uh i joined this sports brand just willingly went on talked about football looking (laughs) in the camera like didn't even care if people were watching it was what i wanted to do yeah and buddy of mine had um he was he currently works for uh a marketing company that works for golf tournaments yeah offered me this extension of a job per se worked out thought about the timing of it all i was saying oh like it was it was perfect timing and it just happen to happen because i just it's what i love the sports is what i love and i always kept that in the back of my mind and just wanted to do what i wanted to do in the meantime
1: yeah and just let that drive me yeah so like you said timing i think timing is everything like everything is divinely timed so like the kids on tiktok or whoever like there's something that happens when you put yourself out there with the intention of doing what you're passionate about and what you love to do, the universe just starts opening doors for you. So if that means going on TikTok and dancing because you love dancing with all your heart and you're putting yourself out there and you're not letting hate comments or fear of other people or whatever get in the way of that, the universe is going to reward you. Like the one person that I think of is that Charlie D'Amelio girl. Like she's blowing the fuck up because she's doing what she loves and what she's passionate about. But at the same time, people try to compare themselves to her, but, like, you're not her. Like, she's doing what she loves. And And they created
0: those dances. They have created them and other people copy. Yeah. You know? So it just...
1: Yeah. It's just... At the end of the day, dude, do what you love and love what you do. I think that's a life is good saying. Yeah. Because when when you go after it, unapologetically, without any fear, like, the universe will unlock the doors for you. And sometimes... Like, your situation, you have to hit those lows. You have to. So you have something to rise from. I'm happy I did. Yeah, dude, because you need... Me too. Like, I've been in some low places, but, like, you need those. There's there, th- Three of the best lessons in life are broken heart, an empty wallet, and just, like, getting fired. Like, any, any of that stuff. Yeah. I forget how it goes, but, like, you, yeah. you you need those lows to appreciate the highs. And they, they also... Adverse, like, adversity helps shape you. And change you and just help you become a better version of yourself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people need to understand, though, that when those
0: situations happen to make the best and just to remind yourself what to not do the next time this situation comes around. Yeah. Just learning from it entirely because or even sharing them. I think sharing them is important, too, because obviously, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, yeah, this this is what happened to this person because they did this. Well, maybe I, I shouldn't do that, you mm-hmm. know, but obviously everyone is different. Yeah. And it's, it's important to experience certain things on your own, but just, yeah, adversity in general, man, it's, it's the driving force
1: for what I'm trying to do. Dude. It's important. I think that when it comes to adversity, there's two options. You can either use adversity as a source of power to overcome, or you could use it as an excuse. The choice is yours. Yep. You and I are using it as a source of our power. hmm And then to inspire other people to do the same thing. Right. Because I can't tell you how many times people have come to me speaking on the whole brand thing. Oh, man, I'd love to have a brand, but. Oh, man, that's so cool. I'd love to do that, but this, but that. Yeah. You're using. And adversity can mean so many things to so many people. Like, not necessarily your family life or your childhood. Just, like, getting laid off. That's adversity, you know? Mm -hmm. You can either let it be a source of power and drive and motivation or an excuse you know and I think that boils down to what we were talking about earlier is like self-awareness like a lot of people aren't aware of the fact they can literally do and accomplish anything they set their mind to yes they're conditioned to think no like I'm just gonna stick with one thing play it safe this and that and that's and I think a lot of
0: people think about the money involved too immediately. Yeah, Money is is the number one which it should not be, especially when you're trying to start your own thing. Yeah, dude. Obviously, everyone wants a lot of money, like yeah, there are ways you can make money while trying to do your thing in the meantime. Yeah. Like there are alternatives. Mm-hmm. People just choose to take the shortcut and use excuses. Well, it's going to take a while. I'm not making any money from it. I don't have the the sources that I need to do X. When yeah. you can. Yeah, if if you want them, it's not that complicated, you know. People just rather make excuses and just be caught up in their own ways than to do. Oh man, it's so sad, dude. Cause like it hurts sometimes, and even it, like it we know does. people. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, we man. all know people that have, they're just whether it's from their parents or other people around them. They yeah. just they don't do.
1: They yeah, hesitate. Man. It's really it's, it's, it's really the sad. And like hopefully with this, some of those people, if you're listening, like go do shit. Like, dude, oh, my God, this is so funny. Speaking of Gary Vee, obviously, we love Gary Vee. Yeah. I saw him a few years ago in Philly. I might have told you this story. We're sitting there, and basically, it was just a speaker event. They on the aver- they advertised, like, Gary Vee, um, Coach Peterson of the Eagles, uh, Nick Foles, like, during the time right after the Eagles won the Super Bowls. And so it was about two years ago, and the way they advertised it was, like, come here to Gary Vee speak at the convention center. with, And there was, like, all these other guests And I forget who the first speaker was, but he was this really influential, motivational speaker. And he came out, fired everybody up. And then for, like, two hours, they just had dudes coming out and, like, pitching us, like, real estate shit. Like, they were trying to get us to buy their products. One of those, huh? Yeah, it was one of those. And we're just like, oh, my God, we're dying because we want to hear Gary Vee. It was me, my brother, Austin Silver, his brother, a couple of our other uh, trading friends at that time. And Gary comes on. And you know how Gary, he he just... runs with it dude and he's hyping us up and he was super real and that's why i appreciate him so much because he's like look he's like i'm not here to sell you anything he's like fuck all these other guys he's like i'm not here to sell you shit he's like right now if you're an entrepreneur or if you're here like go do shit leave leave leave
0: said leave go, right go
1: do shit and dude he, and he, he left 60 percent of the room got up and left Including us. We went and had a photo shoot. We we did. He fired us up. We didn't care about Doug Peterson or anybody else. He fired us up, dude, and he like that's the point. Like, do shit. Taste, learn. That's another one of those goes. Taste and learn. Like mm-hmm. that's how you get results. Yeah, you're gonna fail and fall, but like at least yeah. you're doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was that was so powerful, and I, I would love to meet Gary someday and like tell him that story and just let him know like we went and did shit like we did photo shoots and like did stuff for the business. So that was that was really cool. Like, you just gotta do stuff, man. Put, just put yourself it. out there.
0: I I find it very interesting that um Gar- like I saw you posting Gary V stuff, obviously, and that kind of like brought us together a little bit. But mm-hmm. the situation where I hit rock bottom per se, just to kind of label that whole time frame. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have a job and I was Ubering full time. And what I would do while I was Ubering was. I would have one AirPod in my left ear. Yeah. And I would play all of Gary V's podcasts whenever I would drive. Yeah. And I would drive a lot because I kinda racked up some expenses that I need to pay for, so yeah. I just didn't make excuses and I got it done. But mm-hmm. just a lot of what what he preaches and what a lot of people, <clears throat> especially entrepreneurs preach, don't make excuses and things aren't that complicated. No, dude. You know, the you can, you can simplify them if you really wanted to. Yeah. And just the underlying love for something. That should be the drive. Yeah, and man, everything yeah. else. Like you said, the universe, it'll just pull everything together for you. Yep. That's exactly what happened to
1: me. So prime example. Yeah, like- me too. The connections, the money, the, the resources, all of that will come, dude. You just have to trust that it's all working out for you. Even when you're at rock bottom, like know that better days are coming. And they will. Mm -hmm. or consequently like this sucks like i'm never gonna get out of this this this, is my life's over and the universe says okay the universe doesn't know the difference between good and bad it just responds to what you're putting out and it'll
0: test you like it what what happened to me it didn't happen
1: quickly this was it was july
0: of 2019 and it happened all the way i was ubering until december of 2019 january of 2020. Wow, really? So it was from the middle of the summer to the rest of the year. And of course, I was like, damn, when is this going to be over? Like, this sucks, of course. But I just always would think in the back of my mind, like, I'm being tested right now. and Mm. I'm completely okay with it. And just, I'm good. You know? And it happened. Like, different signs came to me. And I was like, and I thought immediately, I said, this isn't luck. This is not, like, I am not lucky by any means. Like, it's just the way, how I carry myself, the energy I've been putting out. And yeah, since all of that happened, it kind of like changed my mind and perspective on things again, yeah. just to be positive and put
1: out what you want in yeah. return. I think the most important part about all of that is that when you were in that low place, you were still being positive and like knowing that you were on your way. Yeah. I think that's a really important factor because if yes. you had the opposite mindset and opposite perspective, you would probably still be driving for Uber in that place. Yeah. So the mindset Probably. is really what helps you during those times cuz just like you do there are times where i face low points for sure like it's it's part of the journey but the only thing that keeps me going and that pulls me out is the mindset of like this is happening for a reason what can i learn from this how is this going to make me better and then that really just like builds up the momentum and there's just like you just hit the ground running and then all of a sudden you turn around and here we are today and like you've made so much progress and you've done all the podcasts and, and conversations you've have like you're providing value to people and you've definitely changed a couple of people's lives even here today like someone's gonna hear this and maybe five years from now they're gonna say hey man five years ago i listened to you and eric on that podcast and now look at me dude i have this multi-million dollar company like that's because of you guys like yeah. that's so cool dude and that's why this yes. medium is so powerful and i'm yeah. it's grateful to be here man it's amazing just trying to
0: be the driving force to make people start mm-hmm. and of course uh, just the transition into adulthood in general like we mentioned we're, we're pretty fresh out of school
1: yeah. so
0: again we really don't know what that life is like yeah um but I, I've been in it for a little bit and it's it is what you make of it mm-hmm. you know and it's just it's great it's awesome the, the freedom to just create and do anything that you want to do
1: have your own timeline you know you took those words right out of my head as you as you said the word as I thought the word create you said the word the creative adult is the child who survived so yeah we grow up and we come become adults but like you need to let that inner child still be alive and thriving so you can still be creative and I'm not even talking about like art I'm thinking about like creative problem solving and creative ways of doing things working smart instead of hard like I think that that needs to carry into adulthood So you can really have an impact and make sure that you are staying true to yourself in terms of doing what you love and not really settling or living, being in another sense, being an extra in somebody else's movie. Yes. If that inner child survives, that creativity survives, I think you can avoid a lot of that.
0: Yeah. And uh, you mentioned a book a little bit ago
1: that's kind of driven your creativity or just your lifestyle in general. One book that I can speak of that I don't think it was the one, but it's called Code of the Extraordinary Mind. The book starts off talking about because this was the book that I read. Because growing up in school, I would never read books. I would read them, but while I was reading, yeah, I was thinking sick. about I was thinking about other shit. dude. I couldn't pay attention. No, dude. Read, no, yeah. dude. Because I just didn't care. Like it didn't bring me any value. So it wasn't until I graduated high school where I found this book by Vishen Lakahani. Lakahani, I think I pronounced it right. He's uh, he's from the Asian countries, but he's also the founder of Mind Valley, which is a mindfulness company, and they have all kinds of great programs, meditation courses, all that stuff. But this book boils down like kind of it, it starts by talking like we're conditioned to believe certain things about the world, and it just really highlights the importance of questioning everything in your life. And he calls rules of rules that society has accepted rules with a B like bullshit rules and it really helps you realize like wow we really do accept things about ourselves and the world around us just based off of what our parents tell us and because that's what their parents have told us and it really shapes your entire life and the book really talks about questioning that and really breaking that down and almost like creating your own rules for what you find to uh, be true about the world and then yes. it's cool because at the end of the book it does a really, it, it incorporates a really great meditation called the sixth phase which I did for a while and it's really powerful where it starts off by you start off with gratitude and that's kind of how the you, you think of the people or things you're grateful for and then that goes into positive visualization creative visualization visualizing the world and future you want to create for yourself and then visualizing the perfect day and then tapping into like your power and then going into the day and like that was really powerful and i should probably get back into that yeah but that book really opened the door of like oh shit books are awesome i just gotta yeah. read the right books and find the right books oh oh it's right here it says booklet right yeah, is this that's one it. That's yeah it. so this is a booklet um by rocky garza and i met this the second time I'm, I'm plugging him in this because he really changed my life so in february i went to the rainmaker retreat in jamaica hosted by jd frost and company and croft enterprises and this was like a really um almost not impulsive but like i had a few days to decide and i was like like f it like let's just do it because that's another another thing dude like you gotta spend money to make money I spent $2,500 to get down there just for three days. And it was, well, wow. it was worth every penny, dude, because not, not only because of like, yeah, the business connections I made and the people I was, but just like the, the, the personal value I got out of it. And like the clarity. So basically what Rocky does is what he calls identity mapping, where you run through his program and just like the first few days. And I don't know how he was able to do this in three days with, that photo over there is everybody who was there. There's mm-hmm. like 10, 15 people there. And he was able to like really... We, There were some nights where we'd start at 9 a.m. And we'd go till like midnight. And we would just... Wow. He was super grateful for him and, and the time and energy he gave to everybody. But basically, it starts off by just, you know, the truths that you hold true about yourself and the world around you. And then you discuss it. And he kind of... Like I said to you, he, he'll tell you things about yourself that you know. But you don't hear his whole thing is like we talk to ourselves but we don't hear ourselves he comes in and tells you in a way where you can understand it and you actually hear what he's saying so you can almost like internalize it so it starts to talk about your truths you answer questions what do you fear losing most what's the one thing you hope to accomplish in your life um if you could spend the rest of your life doing two things what would it be just like some of the examples and at the end of everything there's words you select from about your values and three words and words to describe yourself and then he kind of draws you your identity map at the end and then he breaks it down for you. And I have a recording that I listen to pretty often of, of him just telling me things about myself that I knew but like didn't hear. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. And just hearing it from him really helps ingrain it in you. And right. man, it was just so powerful. And I'm so grateful for that. And it really helped me figure out obviously I, I know who I am, but now I can put words to it. I know who I am. I'm a creator. Why do I create? Because I think that it's an ability to help people connect on a deeper level whether it's through art or fashion or collaboration this is a form of creativity it helps connect people and why because we're trying to drive home kindness love and peace like yeah. that's everything and like those are things i knew about myself but i couldn't articulate it like i just did to you now until i actually sat and worked with rocky so it was it was really powerful man and just even think like he has such a unique way of thinking and talking because one of the things He said like what do you think most about what do you what do you and i i said like one of the things i I think is you know waking up and being my best self and sometimes i hold myself you know i I kind of uh hold myself to the grain a little in terms of oh i wasn't my best self today like i knew i could have done better and he said think of it like this don't think of how can i be my best self today because you're always going to fall short instead think wake up and say, how can I be my truest self today? And that was just like, whoa. Like, you're cause yeah. so right, you know? So, yeah. yeah, this book, Rocky Garza and his identity mapping um, program was really beneficial and it definitely helped. Like, that was powerful, dude. And it was really cool too because, you know, yeah, I, I met Austin and I, I traveled with Austin Silver and his girlfriend Riley, people who we know and we're close with and we grew up with. Those are the only people I knew on that trip. But at the end of it, I was so deeply connected with everybody there because it's vulnerable dude like being Extremely. able to be honest and, and be vulnerable especially in a group of strangers like that's that can be really fear like induce a lot of fear and insecurity but also can be really powerful so there was definitely tears I didn't cry but there were people there were crying and yeah. talking about you know their childhood and abusive like right. that's really hard to do but yeah. the, like what you said earlier like it's important to talk about those things because you're able to not only get people's different perspectives on them to to gain more knowledge, but it's also really healing, you know, being able to be open and express your feelings and your truest self, like so many people, you shouldn't be afraid of ever crying. Like I was having a deep conversation with a friend the other day who's in a low spot and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm crying. And I'm I'm like, it's silly, like, don't be sorry, like feel those feelings, you know, because it's important, you know, this is real, we're humans, you should never be afraid to express yourself in any sense of the word. So, right. yeah, man, the, the whole thing with Rocky in Jamaica was, was really powerful. And I can't wait to see him again, dude. Just He's just an overall awesome dude to sit and talk to because he has such a unique perspective. He was like a photographer for a while for weddings. And I even think he was like a, a pastor or something yeah. at some point. And like just it's really cool. And he's really helping change the world. And I'm really looking forward to working with him with this new job. We both just got put on by um, team members of this of this one big organization, and uh, I can't wait to work with him That's more, great. Man. But uh,
0: something that you also learned, what you told me earlier, was the independency. And you you mentioned parents. So that's that's a big thing for me. Per, like, the, just the situation I was in, I was scared to change my mind because of what I wanted to do in my life because of what I thought my parents were going to think of me. Mm. And I know that goes through a lot of people's Lots. minds. Yeah. So yeah. I knew that... When I when I hit rock bottom, I needed to be on my own yeah. I just because I needed to figure things out and not have potential judgment around me. Yep. Or maybe they didn't judge me at all, and I would just think that they would. Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. the hesitation in general. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for a lot of people our age too to just kind of take that leap of faith sometimes yeah. and, and just get it, get away from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just be
1: out on your own. Yeah, but dude. I know independence is a big thing for you too. Yeah, so another book we were talking about earlier. I'm currently reading The 50th Law by Robert Greene and 50 Cent. And the whole book is about like the 50th law cuz he's the author of The 48 Laws of Power. I got a, that book over there, but The 50th Law it's all about fearlessness. But the first few chapters of the book talk about look at 50 Cent, dude. The if you know his story, he came from a lot my of adversity. Robert, Hell yeah. yeah. Like he's you, my know, you know ever. you know all about it, dude. Yeah. Like And where he is today. He is
0: not supposed to be. You can easily say he is not supposed to be where he is right now. He's
1: not supposed to be alive, dude. Yeah. That dude ate nine bullets and he's still walking around. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's really, really cool the adversity he came from and how he, like I said, like he used that adversity as a fuel and as a power, as a motivating thing. And tying it back to what we were just saying, Robert Greene talks about the importance and the power that comes with becoming completely self-reliant and independent and anything that goes against that is like self-destructive and the example I use was unfortunately I'm gonna be probably definitely moving out of this apartment in the next few weeks because I'm done with school and the whole reason I was here you know school's right down the street parents go okay you're in school we'll help you out with rent you know Mm -hmm. we'll help you out but now that school's over you gotta come back yep and I'm cool with that because I don't want to have to keep relying on them for certain things, you know. So it's just he really talks about the importance of like being self-reliant and not letting anybody else have control over you because you're like giving up your power. Obviously, if you're getting because I just got a new job at this new company and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, for the time being, I'm an extra in somebody else's movie, but I'm looking at it in terms of like I'm going to learn a lot. And I'm going to meet a lot of people and make a lot of connections through this. And overall, it's going to be adding to my power because I know that through this experience for however long it lasts, eventually I'll be able to move on and and become the lead in my own movie again, if you're looking at it from that standpoint. So, yeah, dude, it is important to be dependent and just not rely on other people because, you know, people disappoint you. You know, if you want to do something right, just do it yourself, dude. You can't really rely on other people. Yeah, and even like Gary said, just like being on your own two feet, it, it
0: teaches you a lot about yourself, yeah, especially being being a young adult. Yep. You know what I mean? Trying to figure things out.
1: Yep. It, it, like he says, like, I love the way he puts it. It's like, if you're going to start a new business or whatever, a new venture, like, eat shit for the first few years. Eat that shit. Do it for free. Yeah, do it for free. Exactly. That's how I got this new job, dude. I started, I did so much design work for free just to show you, this is what I can do for you. Let's work together. And because I put myself out there and ate the shit, even though, like, it wasn't really shitty, but still, like, you're you're, you're putting yourself out there and you're doing the necessary work to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And I don't know who said this. It might have been Gary. I'm not sure. But they said that, like, being an entrepreneur is, like, the greatest self-discovery process there is because you learn so much about yourself in those low points and you under you, you realize how resilient you can be and how you have the ability to dig yourself out of that hole because you are relying on yourself you know mm-hmm. no one else is gonna help you except you yeah. and that's why cause like dude let's be honest like we come the town that we grew up in is notorious for being, you know, like a upper middle class town, and I come from an upper 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 middle class family, like which
0: is amazing.
1: Yeah, which is, which it's is amazing. Awesome. But I also think that that it can fuck somebody up in terms of like there's people I know who we grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, they are just relying on like their parents' money. It's a, it's a it's a safe haven for them. They're not really going out and trying to create something for themselves. Yeah, that money will be there in the future, and like I know when my parents pass on, like I will inherit a nice little chunk. But I'm not trying to rely on that. By the time I get that money, I'll be like, oh, dope. Let's go on a family vacation, or let's invest it. Like let, I'm not relying on that. Enhance your
0: business that you already exactly, have. Exactly,
1: dude. Yes. Like people who come from these towns rely so heavily on like what their dad has built or what their mom has built or what their parents or like what they've inherited from their grandpa and like we know a couple kids dude where like you just go down the wrong path you get involved in drugs and you end up dying or you just you end up fucking your life up because you're re- reliant on this well that never ended instead of like but again i think it all really boils down to like what you're comfortable with and your level of self-awareness i'm aware of myself and i know i was put here yeah. to make an impact so, I'm not cool with just sitting around waiting for an inheritance. Like, yes. I I have a bigger purpose than that. Mm-hmm. And I know that eventually when that those resources do come, I'll be at a point where I can invest that into what I've, cre- what I've spent all this time building. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that coming from a background like that is a strength, but depending on the person, it can also be a weakness and it can make you, uh, what's the word? Like, privileged.
0: Yeah. You know? And at the same time when... For example, a lot of people in the neighborhood that, or neighborhoods that we've grew up in around, it produces a lot of pressure for them. They see their yeah, parents, they, they make totally. a lot of money. Uh, so totally. then at the same sense, like this is obviously something that you have not done, but for example, they could see how other kids in the town live, think that I don't want my kids to live like this, then put pressure on themselves and yeah. then get stuck in that sense that you said you knew that person. It, yeah. it could happen. Yeah, yeah. We, we've seen it, but I just... Just, I just don't think money should be a driving force. Definitely not, dude. You know, it, it, it puts a
1: lot of pressure on people. Fucks up your timeline. It does, dude. John Lennon, when he was a kid, when he was in school, they asked him, you know, what does happiness mean to you, or, or something like that, and he defined it, and his definition was non-material, yeah, at all. And they were like, you don't understand the assignment. And as a young kid, John Lennon was like, you don't understand life. And so it's like the money can't be the driving force because we come from a very affluent town, dude. I was riding my bike in Brandywine Glen, like the other day, crazy houses with fucking like bronze horse statues out front, like ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. And like, that's like what we see as like the mecca. That's the end all be
0: all. And that's where we should be. So we see that's yeah. where we think we should be in that Makes happiness. That will bring me happiness if I have all that stuff, and I have a lot of money,
1: and I have the fucking statue of the horse in front Here's of my crib. Here's what's not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but no, this, no, you're is, good. this is what's interesting. Like I was talking to somebody the other day, who I like the the person I've been talking to a lot recently, and like connect, trying to connect with and really help them in their own life, wake up to their own power and potential. You know, they have a really the dad has a very successful company in Morristown, and they have a good amount of money. But you, when you get to know someone and see what's really going on in life, they got fucked up. They got issues. The family's got issues. The parents have bipolar disorder and, like, all this stuff. But, like, on the outside, it's like, wow, they must be – they have it all. They must be so happy. But, like, really – the money has nothing to do with any of that. You can have $100 million and be the saddest sad sack in the world or $100,000 doing what you love and be super happy. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here talking with my buddy Dave um, – a few months ago and he talks about how his dad's like a postmaster and he doesn't make very much money but like he loves it so he's happy and so he's good you know and that's that's what matters the the cool thing about today's day and age is there's so many ways to make money doing what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. you know and there's so many streams of revenue that you can create just by doing your passion. I'm about to put out this new design course for onwards I'm starting that vision of the school you know and I didn't do it to make money. That's just a byproduct of wanting, in this case, to help people yes. through design. If you want to start a business or a brand around design, here you go. And then in exchange, you know, you pay me. But like, that's not why I did it to make money. I did it because I want to help people and provide value and serve other people. Mm-hmm. Money is just a byproduct of doing those things. Yeah, It's a tool, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, it's not the end-all be-all, dude.
0: It's not. And I just find it interesting. I don't know if it's because of like where I came from, but every time I have money, I I wanna buy things and then I just eventually wanna buy something else. It's just always gonna be something. Something yeah. is always gonna be there. Like it's yeah. there, it's there, you know? But like mm-hmm. when, it's funny because like when I was rock bottom, I didn't have any money at all to buy like clothes, jewelry, like didn't didn't try and flex. I was just in, in my own yeah. and it felt great. You yeah, know, man, it kind of held me back from trying to buy unnecessary things and just kind of hunkering down, which I think is important, too. Like, yeah, you got to sacrifice sometimes, you know, Yeah, dude. Uh, and yeah. a lot of people are they, they want it all and they want to be able to show everything that they're doing now. When like if you can't, it's OK. Just yeah. wait, yep. you know, patience.
1: Like, I think a lot of times like buying clothes or jewelry or shoes, people do that to like impress other people not saying that was the case for you but that's definitely the case for a lot of people and sometimes when you're struggling like sometimes you gotta miss out to stack up you know that's one of the reasons why I don't mind moving back to the parents house this next year because it's an opportunity for me to save myself a little nest egg and be able to which is huge it, it is huge. it is, man it really is and I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity but it's like that material shit doesn't really matter obviously like makes life more enjoyable like i would love to have a porsche 911 right now but it's not gonna affect my happiness Mm -hmm. it just it'll make life more interesting and it's like a cool thing to have but like you can live live without it you don't necessarily need it you know and uh it's just that perspective you need to have because people think fuck like if i don't have this clean pair of jordans people are gonna think i'm a bum but like dude yeah that shit doesn't matter
0: yeah do, do people buy things for the sake of really wanting them or do they want them to show the fact that they can buy it or to show other people that they have it as opposed to really liking what they have?
1: I think it depends on the person. So like me personally, because like for the most part, people buy things because it makes them feel a certain way and induces some kind of emotion. One of the things that I wish to inspire when people buy Onwards clothing or art, it's whenever you see it or you wear it, you're inspired, you feel, you look good, you feel good, you do good. So in terms of like buying Onwards stuff, that's what I want to inspire with my stuff. But if you look around, dude, there's, you guys watching, like this entire apartment is covered in art and knickknacks. And I I buy this stuff Mm -hmm. because I think personally that a part of wellness is supporting or is surrounding yourself rather with beauty it's a part of wellness so this i have this shit all over the place because not only is it like really cool and beautiful looking but it also inspires me yeah. you know all this art uh whether it be that 18 inch iron man or this buddha head like it just inspires me because i see what other people were able to do yeah and uh it just inspires me so i think that people buy things because it induces a feeling Mm -hmm. but also people will buy things because uh they like want to flex but that also Um, induces a feeling it's like yeah i'm the fucking man i got my gold chain like i'm the man like right i think it's an ego thing too of course um yeah. Well, for me i've kind of transcended that like yeah i got a gold chain on right now but like right i bought this in israel mm-hmm. and it's like very meaningful and like symbolic to that entire time i spent there so yes i'm very sentimental in that way where i i go to places and i get things whether it be a gold chain or a buddha head like mm-hmm. i get things because one they have sentimental value and they just inspire me
0: right and in in that same same sentence for example if People do want to start their own brand. People want to start their own thing. They could resort to, well, I don't have the funds to do that. But then you could take it to, okay, well, what have you been buying and why are you buying those things? Yep. Like what? Stop buying stuff to flex. Yep. So then you can produce a your new vlog and you can buy a new camera to... Fucking producing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like people make excuses, and there are small things like that. Yeah, like, stop not, doing things for other people. Not even,
1: can... not even stuff to like flex, but shit you don't need. So, like, you yeah. look around, there's literally like toys. I call them collectibles, but let's be real, they're fucking toys. <laughs> I'm looking at like, I'm gonna my, show some of these. I'm too, looking yeah. at like my QuickBooks doing like accounting stuff, and I'm like. Dude, you can't be spending three hundred dollars on like collectible Marvel toys. At least with the business money. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like yeah. just don't buy just buy shit that you don't buy shit that you don't need. Right. But like I'm weird like that, where I, I'm like, it's worth money. Someday I'll resell yes. it. So yeah, maybe it is, is an investment, but like. Hey, but then at the end yeah. of the day, like, if you really like it, then get
0: it. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah, for sure. Yeah if, yeah, if it's something that really makes you happy, then yeah. fucking do it. Yeah.
1: Because, like, for example, like using that same example, I bought those art toys because I would love to someday create my own, like, onwards collectible vinyl art toys or something like that. Yes. So I was like, let me get these, see what they're all about, and see if I can, like. So, yeah, but at the yeah. same time, just like. Live below your means, if you will. Because, dude, like, all of this onwards, dude, like, I just invested a couple hundred dollars I got from graduating high school to buy my first round of t-shirts. And that's another thing, like, that I talk about in my course is, like, I'm trying to give you, like, tips and tactics that I wish I knew when I was getting started. Dude, there's services and companies now that I've used in the past, like, even for this shirt I have right now, you know? where you don't need really any money at all. So for example, there's a company out there called Printful. You can use Printful software and their website to create mock-ups of clothing, and they have pic- like actual stock images of people like out in nature or like posing, like modeling, and it'll be your design, even though that t-shirt doesn't exist. Yeah. So like, if you want to start a brand but you don't have money, you can use resources like that to kind of create images and uh, content to be put on... You know Instagram or like a Shopify page you can link it with Shopify so if somebody orders a shirt from you it can go through printful and they'll print it and ship it for you and then you get your little piece in the nut at the end so like mm-hmm. it's just about like figuring out the best most practical way to do something in terms of like starting a brand if you don't have any money there's like a lot of ways where you can make it and not really have to spend a lot like that's something I wish I knew in the beginning mm-hmm. because let's face it dude if you're a creative or a designer, an artist, you love everything you create. The sad thing about that is not everybody's gonna love everything you create. Yeah. So I wish instead of spending $800 on t-shirts a few years back that I thought were dope, but the market didn't really fuck with, that I ended up sitting on these shirts for years, a couple of years. If I knew a better way to do it, I wouldn't. I would have been able to save that money. Yes. So I think it's just like working smart and doing research and and like just. Tasting and learning, trying different things and seeing what works best. Yes. That's just in terms of like starting a brand because there's, right. there's so many ways to do it, you know. Right, Especially right. nowadays. Absolutely. Um, like with Photoshop, like you could take a picture of a black t-shirt and just Photoshop your art on it. Mm-hmm. And like, you want a t-shirt, hit me up. And then all of a sudden you got a business. So yeah, there's so many ways to do it, especially exactly. with the technology today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just another thing. There are so many different opportunities, especially with what we've been presented. Like you said, we have we have the world in our hands with our phones we're basically we could we could argue that we're just as smart as everybody else we're all on the same level because of the information that we get Mm -hmm. in in our hands but yeah yeah just creativity and different things you can try with social media i mean it's it's huge yeah and you can kind of make it whatever you want it to be the podcast world in general i knew it was like super saturated but like had a message hopefully people listen to it we'll see you know what i mean just and taking
1: chances like not giving a Mm -hmm. fuck like whatever yeah dude who, yep. cares, dude? who cares like, who cares nobody That's, cares like nobody cares and like neither should you because i don't know dude again we're gonna keep going back to gary because he's so influential it's like regret Super. regret is so poisonous like i'm sure if you didn't start this podcast part of you would have regretted it you would have been in your deathbed and like man i should have wish i wish i started that podcast back in you know 2019 or whenever. yeah because you really never know and just going back to what we were talking about earlier like so many people let the opinions of others or the fear of failure or what they think they should and shouldn't be doing prevent them from going out there and trying things like starting a brand or a business or a podcast and like you just shouldn't give a fuck dude about anybody because it's your life at the end of the day like you know and i think a lot of the times people try to project that negativity on you because maybe they tried something in the past and they've failed at it and for them it never is going to work and it's yeah. never going to work for anybody so I think mm-hmm. it's really important to just not listen to anybody put your blinders up yeah. and just go after it dude because like you learn a lot in the process and at the same time what I think is more important most important is you're also inspiring other people to do the same thing yeah and that's really empowering yeah, yeah. that's how you change the world mm-hmm
0: and the whole idea of no regret, I I just think that's that's so important too. Because, yeah. at least I know a lot of people that listen to this. They're young, young adults. They mm-hmm. they want to do things. They have goals. They want to accomplish things, and you can do it. Just yeah. set certain schedules. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. Put the put the time into whatever you, whatever it is that you want to love, and just love
1: it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. Jocko Willing said that. Yeah. Navy Seal think he was a navy seal or maybe he was a marine i don't know but basically discipline equals freedom like if you have the discipline to do the shit that you know you have to do i need to call this client i need to build this website i need to uh make this instagram post like if you have the discipline to get all that other stuff done then you have the freedom to go and do other things too yeah because procrastination is a motherfucker dude like oh my god i fall victim to procrastination to this day yeah but The discipline, because the word discipline has so many negative connotations to it, Mm -hmm. but discipline is really empowering, dude. And if you could just like cultivate that discipline, even take it baby steps, you know, it it gives you that freedom to go and and try other things. Like if you're kind of stuck in this one job that you're not really too hot about and you want to move on to other things, have the discipline to still be able to like focus on that and get that stuff done so you have the freedom to go and explore what you're passionate about and maybe you know, that can surpass wherever you're at. So I think discipline is really important and it's, it's underrated too. And that's something that to this day, like I'm, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, Mm -hmm. but like I'm on my way, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And discipline is what kind of help is like a vehicle that kind of helps you get there. Yeah. Uh,
0: And also like another thing is, which kind of ties into all this, at least for me personally, psychedelics for you, physical fitness for me yeah that was huge at least like before all this this pandemic i was mm-hmm. i was putting on weight and muscular wise, i was getting to where i wanted to be yeah. and like the person i wanted to see myself i even thought about like competing maybe potentially but discipline yep yeah it's and you need discipline for whatever especially in the fitness world and just working out in general Endorphins flow and just mm-hmm. it makes you feel good and yeah, it just dude. when I don't when I don't work out I, I feel like a different person and yep creative ideas I get creative ideas if I'm working out in the yeah, gym listening to certain music I'm like damn write something in my notes yep. like yeah it happens like just just putting yourself in a different world basically mm-hmm. wherever it may be different hobbies yeah
1: I think the cool thing about discipline is that it's once you cultivate it it trickles into everything else that you do so like yeah. if you're really really disciplined about going to the gym it's going to trickle into your business life. Ed, Ed Milet talks about, I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, Ed Milet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, show me somebody. He's like, I doubt if you can't commit to going to the gym, you probably don't have the best business. Like your business is, is failing because yes. you can't even, you don't even have the discipline to go to the gym and get your body right. How the hell can your business be doing any better? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to like cultivate that discipline and it'll trickle into like everything else that you do.
0: The discipline to eating well too. I started working out, and then I got my my diet right. It's still right. Now I don't eat nonsense. Mm -hmm. When obviously sometimes when you see it, you want it, but discipline,
1: you know? And it's hard at first. It is. But once you see, like, the pros, so let's use this for example. Um, I am doing a 75 hard, 75-day hard, which is like for 75 days— you work out twice a day. Today was a little tricky with the podcast, working out. But you work out twice a day. One of them is outside. Uh, drink a gallon of water a day. Read 10 pages of a book. 10 minutes of meditation. Uh, and, like, one or two other things. And I also added uh, no masturbation to that. That takes discipline it straight does. up. Yeah, However, does. The, uh, the the benefits outweigh, like, the negatives. Like, oh, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, interesting. I've really noticed, like, my because that's just like energy you're getting rid of. And if you're keeping it in your body, you can transmute that energy. Like one of the things that Think and Grow Rich talks about, I don't know, have you read Think and yes, Grow Rich? Yes, yes. One of the things that he talks about, and it's crazy because this, book, this, this book's almost 100 years old, and he's yeah. talking about this like sexual transmutation and like taking that sexual energy and being able to like put it into other things. Yeah. Like. Uh, Creativity or uh, fitness, exercise, like learning a new skill, like you. One thing I've really noticed is I'm able to actually harness that energy instead of just like releasing it, like harnessing it and like being able to direct it to other things, and that's like really powerful. But it takes discipline to like fight those urges and say no, I'm gonna do this instead. And I've really noticed like a a big difference uh, in the last fourteen days. Right, it's it's incredible. And
0: even like working out in general doesn't mean getting all. Juiced up, getting super, like, muscular, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Just Bike ride, running. Yeah. yeah. Anything physically yeah. where you're moving, getting yeah. your heart rate up. Yeah. That's key. Getting yeah, your man. heart rate up just a little bit. And then... That's it. it. It just gives you different thoughts. It just really boosts your creativity. It does,
1: dude. It also makes you happier. Like, you feel really, really good after a hard workout because like, you, you accomplished something. Yeah. You had the discipline to, like, break your ass. And, like... Yeah. You feel good because you know you did that. Yeah. Even me. Like, something as small as... I do daily journaling. And I know uh if if i'm in bed and i realize fuck like i, I didn't i didn't finish my my journal for journaling today cuz you do it in the morning and then at the night you reflect on the day and then every every sunday you reflect on the week and <laughs> last night i'm laying in bed sunday night and i'm like shit i didn't do my weekly review yeah um i could go to bed i'm all cozy but i'll probably be really disappointed in myself that i didn't do it and i definitely don't want to do it on monday morning when i'm supposed to be planning monday and the week following yeah so i had the discipline i'm like no i'm going to i'm going to do this and then when I got in bed, because that shit definitely would have kept me up. I, I finished it. I had the discipline. I finished it. And then I have the freedom to go. I, in this case, I was going to bed. But you don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, yeah. and it takes discipline to, to get you there. So,
0: I, I tweeted, basically. I said, you can't wait for the bars to open up. And I said, I can't wait for the gyms to yes, open up. Yes, dude. Like, we are not Hold the same. My oh, my God. And someone, uh,
1: And just, like... That triggered somebody, for sure.
0: Yeah, because I, I just feel, like, and this is... No drawback to them. Um, but a lot of people want to do both. Yeah. Uh, again, that obviously whatever your fitness goals are, that's yeah. what it's dependent upon. But just yeah. alcohol and eating like shit. If you want to be physically where you want to see yourself, yep. you can't. you got to cut out the alcohol and you yeah. can't eat shitty food. Like yeah. you can't take a break. People are like, oh, cheat day. Like cheat day. A cheat day can even set you back. And yeah, like, for sure. Don't focus on the cheat day. Just. Fucking do without it for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not. And, like, if you're hungry, it's funny. Like, I I find this, I'm sure a lot of people do, too. If you're hungry and you decide to eat something healthy, you're full. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if dude. you're hungry, you're full. But yeah. then you could think, like, oh, if I ate something shitty, maybe I would have felt like shit, but I still would have been full. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, like, I'm hungry so I can eat, then, like, eat healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat like <laughs> yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just... And it makes you feel better mentally just eating right and everything. Yeah. I'll count aff- my macros, like all oh, that. Dude, shit. it also
1: affects your energy, bro. When I went on, I did a three-day juice cleanse in September, and I just drank juice for three days. And I realized when I came off of it, when I ate, like, relatively a big meal, even though it was relatively... I live... I have a primarily plant-based diet. But even though eating a lot of, like, plants... Yeah. I felt a little drained, you know, because all that energy's going to digesting it. But eating plants compared to... If I ate, like... Some avocado salad with avocado and some Brussels sprouts and, like, you know, uh, whatever. Like, plant stuff versus, like, a fat burger. I'm probably going to be just equally as full, but my energy is going to be way higher with this other stuff. So the the, the diet is definitely Mm -hmm. important, too, in terms of, like, not only, like, the fuel it gives your body, but just, like, how you feel overall
0: yeah you know because and the, the health and energy physically if you're not there then mentally yeah. you're gonna tell yourself i'm not there i'm tired blah blah, blah i can't mm. do what i want to do yeah whatever so basically just all the conversations that we've had in general um i know at least just taking it back to both of our brands it's a lot of just our messages and basically just just our intentions Our the intentions of our brands are to help yeah To lend a helping hand and just not to say like we're perfect human beings by any means or like we know the answers to everything in life but just from our experiences we've had the earth give us different answers Mm -hmm. when it comes to things taking taking chances doing our own thing uh just dude in in general i I thought this was great everything we talked about like obviously i just try and I try and portray Gary in a sense and just everything, no excuses, no bullshit. You can do it, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I think our brands too, to talk, to expand on what you're saying, it's also here to inspire and to just like uplift in any way. in, In every stretch of the imagination, it's just positivity, inspiration, uh, community, love, kindness, Uh, Creativity, collaboration, like all of those things, health and wellness and mindfulness, like I think all of those things are relevant and that's kind of what we're trying to portray. But I think at the end of the day, to sum it up, we're just trying to make the world a better place. That's all it is. We're just going to keep going. That's all it is.